What is going on, online fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Training Podcast. In today's episode, I'm joined by Cole. Hey, buddy. What's up, bro? How you doing? Dude, I'm doing great. I fucking slated today. 4 a.m., crushed my morning routine, two and a half minute cold plunge, got Daniel in there, yeah. optimized my workflow, got a bunch of content done. I'm fucking slammed, dude. I love that. I love that. That's lit. First guest, Mike Mayo. What's up, dog? Fucking best week ever. Bro, tell us about it. Fucking tell us, okay? I'm excited. Well, I mean, for those of you who don't know, I, I joined DIY Body as a head coach. Boom. So, I mean, that in itself is is huge, right? And Don's been my coach now going into the second year, and now I'm a part of that team. So that's fucking huge. But I didn't even realize, you know, and this doesn't happen normally, but one of his head coaches has an influencer on YouTube and Instagram and as a client, and she posted, you know, just a bikini shot. And then ever since that post, it's been like an onslaught of applications, like an <laughs> onslaught. I'm talking craziest time to become a coach on that team like you literally i didn't know how to do stuff like that dude there's no way don would have fucking ever picked you as a coach if you hadn't been grinding so hard so like you've been putting in the fucking work and he noticed straight up for sure you deserve that (laughs) opportunity yeah no for sure but i mean it's like i never knew sell by chat was scared of sell by chat like did not want my sales to drop because that's what everyone says and i swear to fucking christ my sales increased. The percentage got higher. Like, and it's, it, it was crazy. It was it, like, I'm still riding a high right now. Like I just did an eight month extension for 3,800. Like it's <laughs> like literally it's, your first month working with DIY body, record breaking month, watch DIY body, get 50 applications after this. Podcast. Well, we're coming, we're coming after Janelle. Bro, this I know you guys are. It. Yeah. I know you are. The month to do it. If I'm not mistaken, what Don's over 110 or 115,000 nine days yeah. in the month. Right? Don just tuned into this podcast. He's listening to this on the live. Uh, Don is at $110,000 for the month so far. And it's nine days in February fucking ninth. All right. So like, this is the month to do it. Yeah. That was Monday. That was 115 at mon- on Monday. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, it's fucking Wednesday. So touche. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So good. So I'm riding high and you know, it's fucking everyone who's listening fucking put in the work, man. Just keep showing up, keep fucking showing up. So my question is, my content's doing really well, like way better than it was before. And now I want to try to tie in, because that one that you told me to do, like, you know, do this ab exercise, and then it's like me in the kitchen and like with my shirt off. But I want to somehow tie, because the workout videos do really well. Yep. But I want to tie in some more of myself into that, because I feel like me just speaking over is going to get played out because I've done it, you know, six times now. So I'm just trying to figure out exactly, you know, what some ideas could be where I could use a little bit of both of me talking, but you know, I, I don't know. I'm kind of lost. Okay. Pause. Like, I'm glad you're asking us for advice because Don Lamb is the king of sell by chat, but we, the king of content. All right, let's be fucking honest. So what content <laughs> is hitting right now? My gym content with a voiceover. Gym content with a voiceover. What other content is like the second best? Well, with a skit with my girl. Okay. So the skit with your girl and kind of like Patrick Hong's. What's the third best? It's hit and miss with the talking head. So if it's hit and miss with the talking head, here's what I would do. So right now, by the way, guys, if you go to my social media, I'm currently doing a content experimentation month, meaning I'm experimenting with like three or four or five different styles of content to see what hits. And then I'm running with pillars. And so the content that hits really well for me right now is I'm doing like really fucking deep value. So if you go to my posts on social media, you'll notice like there's a big difference in like the level and the depth of the value that I'm giving. Like, if you go to my social media and you'll be able to like watch a video and get immediate results. So for you, the reason I'm saying this is it sounds to me like one of your pillars of your content is those workup videos. So don't stop doing them. 
because no. clearly they're fucking working, right? Mm-hmm. And I know I'm going to let the king of content go after this, but clearly they're fucking working. So don't stop doing them. And then the second pillar that you should add is the videos with your girl. And we've already talked about that. Mm-hmm. And those videos with your girl, you can play out different scenarios. Like you can play out like the man that doesn't work out because he doesn't have time to go to the gym. You can play out the man that doesn't have, that doesn't, isn't intimate with his wife because he doesn't feel confident in his own. So like there's a bunch of different scenarios you can play out. You can go funny with that. You can also go serious. So that's a second pillar. And then I think we just need to find the third pillar of your content. Cole, what do you think? Yeah, I'm just looking at it right now. I'm like breaking it all down and diving into it, seeing what we could like adjust with and play with. One thing I will say is I think it's very funny when individuals give advice to people that are bigger, more jacked and more fit than them. I just looked at your squat video where you're doing like squats and this guy's like, isn't it like not beneficial to do RDLs right after you do squats? I'm like, shut the fuck up and listen to Mike. His legs are massive and he's like twice your age. Get the fuck out of here. And then somebody <laughs> tripped my legs in there too, which is- hilarious. Yeah, dude, I'll like get the like, stop. Just I love it when people do that and they give you advice and they look like dog shit. So, okay, when it comes down to the fitness content, I agree with Brian. Let's double down on it and play with it. One of the main reasons why I think your talking head videos do bad or don't do as well is because they're just not articulated well in the aspect of, like, it sounds like you're trying too hard. Okay. You just need it. Like, when it comes down to a talking head video, guys, and, like, giving value like that, you need to speak to me and Brian. Like, speak to your social media like you speak to me, Brian, and Don. That's literally it. And breaking it down. Where I'm like, when it goes to your talking videos, everything's, like, super scripted and broken down and filmed prop like it filmed a certain way where let's just say you talk about a subject and brian let me share my screen real quick yes sir one second sorry like i'm just gonna pick one like this day one is where the magic happens because your value is in your workouts 100 you have value connection and proof in your skits with your wife which is perfect so then the talking heads we could do a mix of all again value proof and connection as well they just need to be articulated well and we need mm. to break it down. So let's, let's say this one right quick. I'll share my screen just in case anybody can't fucking hear here and we'll break it down. All right. Day one is where the magic happens. You have zero reasons to feel insecure or ashamed. So you have some weight to lose. Everybody that's in the gym had a day one. This is the best. So what is this for? Who are you speaking to right there? Myself. Well, people my age. Okay. And what was the purpose of the video? What was the, di- what was the reason why you created that style and why you spoke that way? Because people are scared to to have that day one. They don't know how to start. And they're intimidated by the gym. So what you took it as is like a very positive outlook. And I would have started it in a way of triggering their emotion instantly. Like in a way of let's just get straight to the point and breaking it down. I'm not saying it's a bad video. Still got 2,400 views. Like it's good. But like a lot of your videos start with a calm structure like that. Let's go. One is where the magic happens. You have zero reasons to feel insecure or ashamed. So you have some weight to lose. So you want to get started, but you feel insecure or ashamed. Why? It's day one. What are you insecure about? Stop worrying about what everybody thinks of you and worry about what you think of yourself. That's the only opinion that matters. And then mm. give them a tip on starting in the gym. Mm. But start it with something that's going to hit the point of the video instantly instead of slowly getting there. Another breakdown here. Let's do this one. Right there here. are no shortcuts. You can't simply just throw shit at a wall to see if it sticks. When have you ever gotten what you want when you've done that? The devil is in the details. Success and the body that you want is that devil. It is so important that you do not overlook your nutrition. Don't be fooled by cleanses and intermittent start. So the entire purpose of this video is breaking down that you need to be focused on your nutrition, but you didn't get to nutrition until fucking 12 seconds in yeah i, I resonate with that a lot so I've does that make sense like Cole. i like the video i thought yeah. like the concept is good and you have like you're you're saying a lot of good one-liners 
but the concept of the video is being missed because I didn't even know what the fuck we're talking about until we got 12 seconds in. So again, there are no shortcuts. Can't stop. Really quick, I have a question. So I just, I want to understand, help understand this correctly. So that video probably would have been better if it started out with like doing cleanses, intermittent fasting and keto isn't going to fucking get you results. Yeah, a hundred percent. And then like, I just want to see the beginning is no shortcuts, right? So you could start it out being like, stop looking for the fucking shortcut. You want to achieve your goals, but you keep going towards fad diets, these keto diets, these cleanses, they are not going to get you where you want to be. They're stopping you from achieving your goals. You guys have been doing cleanses and fad diets for the last 10 years instead of just focusing on the actual work, which would have seen results in a year or two months, six months, whatever result or timeline you wanted to say. Mm. We need to get to the point quicker. And that's why I was like, that's why I said, I don't think you're articulating yourself well, even in the aspect of like this video, because me and you already dissected the one with the husband. I think it could have been done well, but I said, if you're going to come at people hot, you need to bitch slap them. Don't dance around the bush. Yeah. Like. And then talking videos can be done multiple different ways. I'm also going to give you a suggestion that I haven't given people in a long fucking time, but you guys know I follow the algorithm. I'm going to give you advice based on it. You should be doing written posts as well right now. And the only reason why I'm saying this is because I still think they have less reach from reels at the moment, but they are going to be pushed more in 2023. Meaning, all right, when you have a talking head and keep all your workout videos the same, keep all your skits the same, keep cranking those out. I would be doubling, tripling down on all the shit that's working. But let's see a talking head video. This one, what I want you to do is write a written caption about this pain, problem, solution, and vision articulated well, and then also do a talking head on it. But when you do the talking head, say more with less. Okay. 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 Perfect. I'm just going to say I'm proud of you. Your content is fucking hitting. Yeah. Thanks, man. Good shit. Because he keeps showing up and you ask fucking questions. Yeah. All the work that you've been putting in is paying off. So I'm just fucking touche. Good job. Last thing I'm just going to say is with your talking head videos, mm. it's not necessarily like post the stuff that gets you views, right? And I think it's important that you get views, et cetera. But also like if your talking head videos are getting saves, getting comments, Great. Mm -hmm. that's what fucking matters in my opinion, because it's like, yeah, it might not, like it might not be quote unquote viral enough to get pushed to the algorithm. But like a lot of my videos on my page right now, they're like three to 7,000 views, but there's a lot of videos that have 70 to 100 saves. So mm -hmm. like, I know that the video is valuable because 70 to hundred people are engaging with it. And if one of those 70 people is like, dude, that fucking video you just posted was so valuable. And then they DM me and that person becomes my client. I would rather have that than have a bunch of videos over 10 K and no incoming DMs. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, my, my workout videos get like, you know, 150 to 300 saves, which is awesome. Yeah. How much are you posting a week right now, Mike? Uh, six on average. Six on average. Okay. So like once a day. Yeah. Dope. Moving forward, you post seven days a week, minimum period. I don't give a fuck what you're doing Monday to mm -hmm. Sunday. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I want to suggest you do three workout videos in that aspect. All right. I'm not going to make you double up yet because again, even though I know doubling up does help and it will push immensely. I also know that might fucking throw a lot in your schedule with you joining a new team, et cetera. So right now, seven videos a week, I want three of them to be a workout piece of content. Let's do one of them as a collaboration with your girl, because we don't want to overdo it like that. And then I want you to experiment with the rest. Okay. okay. Is there now I'll ask a question on that. It's with the written posts. Is there like, does that fuck up the algorithm? Do you have to wait a certain time? So if you absolutely drop a reel, not, that's a fucking myth. Everybody who said it, like it was a big fucking myth in the past that it was like, it, it would be too much, but because of the versatility of Instagram right now with how they've been trying to attack TikTok. You can post whatever the fuck you want. 90% of the stuff that I see on my feed isn't even for people I'm following anymore. It's all suggested accounts because they've changed up the way that it looks. 
in the past, they would say like a certain time frame. We even suggested anywhere from six to eight hours apart. It doesn't matter anymore. Now, would I post three written posts back to back 30 minutes apart? Probably not, but you guys aren't going to do that anyways. So separate it. Okay. I was always like trying to wait it out. And I was like, I, I don't know. Yeah, how no, like it, as long as like, if you post a, a written post, just post a reel later in the day and don't worry okay. about how long you wait. Just fucking crank it out. Cause the reel is going to get pushed no matter what. Okay. okay. Carousels count as a written post. Yes, yes, they do. I would suggest doing carousels more because they have a better chance of being seen because there's a rule guys that let's say I'm scrolling and I see your carousel, but I don't like it and comment. Then it's going to pop up again as a second photo, pop up again as the third photo, pop up again as the fourth photo. And it will do that for as many photos you have in that carousel. Because I was thinking about doing that with my workout ones too, is breaking those up and using them as carousels. You could 100%. That's what Christian Fleenor built his entire account on. But I also wouldn't fuck with something that's doing well. All your workouts, the content that me and you've been dissecting for the last like month plus are fucking slaying. So keep doing them. No, 100. Good. Sick. Fucking love you guys. Love Love you too, dog. Fuck yes. Bet. Paul Casey, I don't think What's I've up, ever, dog? I think I've talked to your podcast maybe like a few months ago, but it's been like a long time. How you doing, dog? Good. No, this is actually my first time getting. I, I've been on the podcast a couple of times, but this is my first time talking with you guys. First off, I've been here like eight weeks with the team with you guys. I've already tripled my investment. Boom! Uh, and I fucking love and appreciate both you guys. Like real shit. I gotta say, like when you say peace, love, and protein, man. I did 10 years in prison, and during my 10 years in prison, my mom used to send me letters and cards, and she signed it all off, peace and love, peace and love. I got it as part of my logo and my facility. I got it on my walls. I got that shit tattooed on me. So we're fucking connected for life right there. I love Um, that. (laughs) I just wanted to say that first off, right? I love that. So my biggest thing right here is I'm still working on my content, right? I'm, I'm getting better at editing it, right? I see that my connection post hit the most because yep. I have a fucking crazy story. And it's just, I'm trying to find a balance between how often do I share that shit? How often do I talk about that shit? Right. Because that's the shit that hits. Like when I talk about like my experience, everything I've been through, like that shit hits hard, you know, but I don't want to just keep running that shit into the mud. Right. Hey, let's go to your fucking account. I'm probably following you on my main account. Not in my second. We just fix that. Let's go through some of it. Okay. So right now, so Reels 101, you guys, there's got to be a fucking, there's got to be a hook at the start of the video. So what's this video about, Paul? It was just a trending sound that I was trying to use. Right. But what's it about? Like what, like what's the concept in the video? That working out gives you more energy. And as long as- No, boom, pause. Literally right here. Working out gives you more energy at the start of the fucking video. Boom, right here. Right at the top, right here. Because when people see this on your For You page or when they like, when they're scrolling through social media, instantly you've got to capture their attention. And it's a proven fact that writing up here is the best move. So if at you can, top. at the top, if you can, right above here, like that's, it's like a proven social media fact that like this will get more engagement. Sometimes when I film my videos, I just, I like don't film it that way. So I'll have to put it over my face. So if it ends up going over my face, I'll put it in the middle, but here, boom, right here. So you can just literally say low on energy, try this, boom. Same with this video, right? So it's like, there's gotta be very clear, like direction at the top of the video. So, so this, this, this one right here was a live. How do I do that on a live? Can't do that on the live. Okay. That so what I want to do for your live streams, bro, is moving forward. If you would like to post them as replays, write it out a little bit more in depth in the caption so they can either read it or listen to it. But my biggest suggestion for any live streams you do is to download it to your phone specifically, cut it up with an app called InShot, and then post 15 to 30 second segments because you need to understand that individuals' attention spans on social media are very low. And for someone to sit down and watch a live stream that you did that's even four minutes long, that's a very, very big commitment, especially from individuals who don't know who you are. Okay? Does that make sense? 
Yeah. Also, also I'm gonna just give you a compliment, bro. Your triceps are fucking massive. I'm looking at <laughs> your page right now. I'm like, holy fuck, dude. I was like watching you like you're doing like your jumps and shit. I'm like, this guy's fucking arms are big as shit. Last thing I just want to say, and then I'm going to let, I'm going to let Cole rip apart your content is bro. Yes, please. This this is my fucking, this is my story. Right. And I posted this video, this video in a different variation, probably a hundred times. And every time I posted it, it gets good engagement. So work it into your schedule at least once a week. Sometimes you can get, even get away with twice a week, depending on how you post it. So this is like, this is one way to post it. I wrote another one recently that was like talking about my come up story and it fucking has crazy engagement. So I think that like understanding that if your story fucking hits, like don't post it less just because like, you're like, Oh, I posted it already. Like find different ways to say the same thing. That's basically it. Right. You want to find different ways. So like, even if you're like talking about being incarcerated, do you follow Wes Watson? I was following him for a while, but I stopped following him because you guys told me not to follow a bunch of coaches. So. Touche. So the only reason I would say that is because like he talks about being incarcerated a lot, like in the pen, we did blah, 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 blah. And then like, you can use that to start your video. That could be your hook. And then you talk about a concept. So I think that getting inspiration from somebody like Wes Watson, who has been in the pen is not a bad move because like, as you're consuming his content, like you, he talks about a lot of that kind of stuff. So I think you could get ideas from that. All right. Yeah. So why did you want to become a fitness coach, homie? Well, it, honestly, it started off. That was the only thing I was good at, right? I was good. I actually became the person on the prison yard that people came to that wanted to do pull-ups, run faster, lose weight, whatever that might be. And I just became an, a, an obsession for me. I read every book, every magazine, everything I can get my hands on. And when it was coming close time for me to get out, I was like, what the fuck am I going to do with my life? And, and fitness was my next step. Mm, I like it. So yeah, number one, 100% follow us so you can see it. The way that I look at it is we need to pull from our passion. We need to pull from the things that made us do what we do. All right. This is one of the reasons why, like, I talked to you guys about making your avatar the old you, because there's a passion in that. There's a reason why you started. I think it's about utilizing your story properly. Now, like when it comes down to your story, like I just read the written post that you had here with you flexing. I also think, do you have any photos or anything from prison? Do you fucking steal any phones or any shit like that? I do. I do have some photos from me in prison. Yeah. You should use that next time. All right. That's something that Wes does very fucking well. And a lot of individuals capture with it. He has a lot of photos from prison, him on the yard, him in the fucking bunks, him in the common area, all that shit. And when he shares it with a connection post, it hits hard because people are like, holy fuck, like we get to see like what he was in. It's not like a lie. It like paints the photo, right? Where like here, like we know you're not lying, but it's hard to create and picture that. Does that make sense? Especially an individual that does not know any hardship in their life. Okay. So that's number one. The second thing is... We don't need to just share this, okay? By the way, this is fucking deep. We should be sharing it a lot. But what I mean by that is we don't need to just be sharing this story, the explanation of you going to prison and like what you did. What we need to do is also share the experiences. What molded your mindset in prison? What kept you alive in prison? What happened with that? What turned you into the Paul Casey sitting in front of Brian and myself right now? Like that is how we utilize our story to motivate, inspire, and teach. Does that make sense, bro? Yeah. Like you're doing a good job and you're documenting a lot, which I fucking like. This is what we call like messy action, quote unquote, messy action, just cranking content out. And I'm liking a lot of it. But like even this, okay. I know when you go over this, but I want to touch on it. This much I can say. When you go and work out, you're going to feel better. So this is good. Edit this video, put a caption on there, like Brian said, but also put captions, utilize the captions app like you've done in your other videos. 
because yeah. then individuals can actually pay attention to it. They know what's going on because 80%, I'm going to use quotes here, 80% of content created and consumed online is done without sound. Apparently that's a fact. I don't know if it is, but a bunch of people said in the past, I fucking hooked onto it. And now I try to only ever have fucking talking videos with captions on it because it does make sense. We're watching videos all the time that we shouldn't be. I'm assuming there's probably somebody in this fucking call right now that's at work right now that they shouldn't be fucking on their phone, but they're doing it regardless because this always happens on pod chats and everything else, literally across the board. Looking at your other content, like coming down to like right here, we got a fucking- My biggest flex is I'm exactly who I say I am. So we got like this video, you're kind of like joking around, you get the breakdowns, it's got comments, cool. Now I want you to do a video talking about what it's like to be a father out of prison and now chasing your dreams. Like utilize that stuff. This one. Some of y'all really getting out of your nice warm cozy bed, walking your dog outside. Filling up your coffee cup with some nice hot coffee, talking about life is hard. When there's people sleeping out on the streets last night, there's people doing life sentences in prison for crimes they didn't commit. There's women being sold. What do you do to go to jail if you don't mind me asking? If you don't want to share it, you don't need to. I got in a verbal confrontation with somebody, pulled out a firearm and threatened to kill him. Okay, touche. So have you moved through that stuff and done the self-work to grow out of it? I have. All right, so... I would suggest, again, follow Wes. That's the best fucking example I could give you in the world. I use Wes as an example with a bunch of shit now. And I love his mindset. The reason why I want you to check out his content, the way that he delivers his message is because he did 10 years in prison and did the same type of shit. But he talks about it openly. Where like this video, you should, in my opinion, you shouldn't be like, a lot of you guys are getting out of your comfy bed talking about how life is hard when there's people sleeping on the street. You, you have a fucking powerful story that you do not need to create a relatable moment. You can just use yours to become that relatable moment, all right, to paint the story in their minds. Does that make sense? Yeah. A lot of people who have no idea what pain is come up with, like, the homeless shit and the prison shit and, like, the drug. Like, people struggle with addictions because they don't know what the fuck addiction is. Like, they come up with the relatable moments to paint the picture in somebody's mind where you are that person. So I think it's not like, this is me and only painting it as one dimensional. It's, this is me. This is who I was. This is what I did for a morning routine that kept me alive in the pen. This is what we did in the fucking pen. This is what I used to do for other inmates. This is what we used to teach them. Like, share all of that shit across the board. Got it. Boom. Man. That's it. That's your unlock for content. Go do that. Perfect. And then um, Thank you. what's going on? What is it next week? Let me see. Next week on Tuesday, we're going to be doing constant audits at 8 a.m. PST. Show up. I'll go through your content and break it all down. Okay. I'll be there. Bet. Thank you, King. Thank you. Appreciate you, you, dog. Congratulations on all your success in the program. Let's fucking go. Hell Let's yeah. Go. Ray Cook, what up? Hi, guys. I'm sorry if it's loud, but I'm at the mall. Uh, it's not. <laughs> okay, cool. I have a question. So I have a group chat with my clients in Trainerize. Yep. I have, I think, around 14 clients currently. Yep. It's obviously not as active as I would like it to be. I have them doing like daily tasks, like posting their meals in the group chat, those types of things. We talk about wins. I want to convert it into a Facebook group. Yep. I don't know how to go about this. I know I've heard you, Brian, say this multiple times to other people, but I, I just kind of wanted a little bit of assistance when it comes to transitioning them from a trainerized group to a Facebook group. That way it can be more personal, more engaging, more community-based. Yep. Love it. Um, yep. So take out your notes on your phone. I'm going to give you the step-by-step process. Okay. Thank you. Right. Step number one is when you're making a change to your program, you need to position it as a value add to your clients. And so the way that you're going to do that is going to go into that trainerized group chat and you're going to be like, 
Ladies, what's up? Hope everyone's having the best day ever. Listen, I want this to be more of a community and I want to start giving you guys more value and giving you guys a community where, you know, you can interact with each other and you don't have to scroll back in the group chat to be able to see all the messages. So we're going to be starting our Facebook group and inside the Facebook group, you're going to get this benefit, this benefit, this benefit, and this benefit. It's going to be fucking awesome. Join the group here. So like you can talk about the live streams you're going to do. You can talk about like the weekly challenges you're going to do. You're going to talk about like some prizes you're going to give away. You're going to talk about having like a community where you don't have to like necessarily check the chat three times a day in order to catch up. So you're explaining the change to the program and all the ways that benefit them. Step number two is to come up with some sort of like posting schedule inside the group. I think that you can yeah. keep it really simple for your private group. I think you can have a Q&A. Your Q&A live stream would do really, really well. And I would think some sort of like group coaching call. So like a Q&A and a group coaching call are more than enough. On your group coaching call, what you would do is you would have some sort of like nutrition, mindset, et cetera. If you want your group to be more active and engaged, then you have to make it more than fitness and nutrition. And you need to talk about real shit, whether that be like struggles they're going through in their like personal life that you can help them overcome or like some mindset stuff. So like morning ritual stuff, some like, like just like gratitude stuff, some self-love stuff. Like if you make your group more about that, then your group will be more engaged because then it'll be more than just fitness. So coming up with a posting schedule slash a live stream schedule, then when you make your cover photo for the Facebook group, putting your live stream schedule in the cover of the Facebook group, just like we do for the Change Jobs Academy. To get your group incentivized for the first month, like to get it active for the first month, I would give them an incentive to be active. So I would have some sort of like welcome post inside of the group that just explains you know, what the Facebook group's about, why you decided to start online coaching, you know, what your mission is with your business and like what sort of transformations you're able to provide for your girls. So create a little welcome post. And in the welcome post, what I want you to do is I want you to get all of the girls to introduce themselves in the comments. When you're writing your welcome post, Bray, what I want you to do is I want you to write it in a way that everyone that joins the group can be tagged in the welcome post. And then they'll also introduce themselves. Does that make sense? And then anybody yeah, so that, joins the group, that joins the group, reads the welcome post, understands mm -hmm. the rules introduces mm -hmm. themselves in the comments. Cool. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. Sweet. Cool. Last thing I would say is I would do some sort of like giveaway slash challenge for the start of the group. So the first month of the group, you could do like the support community support challenge. We call it the I'm here challenge. And basically right. giving away, you know, $250 cash to one person that is the most active and the more supportive in the group. All they have to do is post in the group, support others in the group, engage and show up to coaching calls and live streams. And the person that is the most consistent with these three things, you give them $250 cash. So that's going to help boost the community engagement right away. Nice. Wow. Cool. Um, okay. Keys to success with this group is people have to introduce themselves right away. That's yeah, number yeah. one. They absolutely mm -hmm. have to. If somebody joins the group and they don't interact right away, then it's kind of like somebody that goes to a party like a house party and there's a bunch of people dancing around and stuff and they just sit in the back corner and they don't talk to anyone. They're going to fucking leave and they're not going to engage. So you as the party host, when you're bringing people into the group, you need to make sure that you get people to introduce themselves, whether in a post or in the comments of the group. And just so that that group gets active and engaged right away. And everybody's like excited to be there. Okay. That was good. Yeah. Cool. That's very, very helpful. Holy shit. All right. Thank you so much. <laughs> cool. Good to go. Yeah. Have an amazing day guys. Thank you. Right. Thank Enjoy you, them all. Bye Bray. Bye. Next. By the way, I want everybody to take that as a lesson. I think everybody should be looking at getting a group. Doing group chats is only sustainable for a certain amount of time. And then it gets very overwhelming. All right. Yeah. Like this up is why we clients. teach you guys to do groups. Up to 10 clients. You can have a group chat over 10 clients. Start a Facebook group. Yeah. It will be so much more beneficial. Your clients will love you. They'll want to communicate and more. It's always beneficial. Lit. Let's fucking go. Mason, what's up, King? What's up? What's up? How you guys doing? Best day of our fucking lives, dog. You know what it is. Yeah. All right. So basically, I got 
two-part question, I guess. I'll start with the easy one. I'm going to do a 14-day challenge. I've been doing 14-day challenge and then a paid four-week challenge, then a 14-day, then a paid four-week. So I'm doing my next 14-day. But my free Facebook group is fucking dead. And I'm like, should I do the challenge in the free Facebook group? I asked. No? No. Every challenge that you do needs to have a new group. Otherwise, the conversion will be significantly lower. Because if you've got people in the Facebook group that are not engaging, and so let's say you make a post, and it's like, post your workouts in the comments, or like, post your wins so far from the challenge in the comments. And 100 people see the post, and zero people respond. Everybody in the challenge will see that. They won't engage. Good point. Good point. All right. I don't know I'm going to dig on that and touch on that anymore. That's a good point. All right. So my next question is, I keep getting three weeks of crazy momentum and then a week and a half of complete burnout. And I'm like trying to figure out what the hell I'm doing wrong. I, my morning routine is optimized. Everything feels good. For those three weeks, I feel like everything's on track. And then I'm just like sleeping in for a week and I don't know how to break the cycle. Cole, go ahead. I don't believe that you're burning out. I don't believe in that word. Okay. Uh, this is like, this is why me and Brian have a very great yin and yang. I think something in your schedule needs to be optimized in order for you to operate properly and better your situation. Now, the reason why I don't believe in that word is because in order to like truly burn out, actually burn out, you need to literally dig yourself into the fucking ground. And I'm talking about like 18 hour days, neglecting your health, not eating properly. All right. Like there's a lot that goes into it. And seeing that you're fucking look the way that you look, you understand how to take care of your body. Meaning that it's more likely due to the fact that you're overwhelmed and stressed because you have an unrealistic expectation for where you should be and what you should be doing. So you are in your mind getting burnt out, stressed, overwhelmed to what you need to do to hit a certain number and then pushing yourself back. Does that make sense so far? That's exactly what I'm doing. Okay. So when you hit week three, what's going on in your mind? Depend. Honestly, now that you've mentioned it that way, like the unrealistic expectations, I guess it all depends on where I'm at financially at that point. Okay. So it's not, this doesn't happen every month, does it? No. Okay. So what is the goals you want to hit on a monthly basis? Did this happen last month? Yes. Okay. What was your goal? My goal was 1100, 11,000, 11K. I hit just under seven. So then coming into the last week, you're at around what? 6K, 7K? Yeah. All right. What was going through your head? I'm not sure. Third week of the month is also the week I have the kids. So I feel, I feel like that's part of it too. I feel like mm. my workflow completely changes and then I'm unable to stick to a lot of my non-negotiables and shit. So you just start beating yourself up. Mike, you want to say something after this? I know I see you fucking waving, so I'm going to let you. <laughs> I'm like, I saw Mike and Paul both perk up as soon as you said kids right away. Dude, I think it's like, again, due to the unrealistic expectations. Guys, I'm like bullish on this fucking burnout word. And you can ask Brian. Brian will literally tell you guys. I'm like fucking savage with it. I'm like, you're not burnt out. Shut the fuck up. Like, I love you guys. No, too bad. Like, unless you literally work yourself into a fucking sickness and you can't get off the couch because you're dying, I don't believe in the word burnout, period. Because your entire day can be optimized. Especially also because then there's people who have fucking three, four, five children working twice as hard as you and they've never used the word burnout in their fucking life. It's due to the fact that your mind has an unrealistic expectation. You don't know how to balance it. So I think it's about reworking your workflow to a certain degree. Also understanding that when you have your kids, you need to do what you can, all right, and set everything up properly, Mm -hmm. right? Like if you're hit fucking, your goal is 11, you hit seven, that's only 4K off, bro. How much do you charge a month? 350. 350, all right? So 4,000 divided by 350, you needed fucking, what was that? Let me see here for a second. Divided by 350. You need 11 clients or what was your paid in full? My paid in full is 21, 2100. Yeah. So you needed two, two paid in fulls. 
And you could have done that that last week, but because you saw 7,000, you're like, fuck my life. I can't, I got the kids not going to be able to work this week. I might as well just fucking sleep in for seven days and not try. Right. Yeah. That's it, bro. I can read you like a fucking book. This is what this is a lot of you guys do this shit, man. It's normal. It's just understanding how to balance the work life kid thing. Do you mind if we pull up Mike for a second for B? Yeah, go ahead. Mike, you want to share your experience and like any advice you might have with balancing work and the kids and everything else? Go ahead. Unmute. Yeah. So I totally relate to that, obviously. And, um, you know, it's at first for me, it was really hard because obviously our kids are everything. Right. And I, I don't know where you're at with your relationship with your kids and how they know that dad needs to do certain things. But like even just take the last weekend that I had, it was insane. And there was no way I could leave this spot for like 72 fucking hours. And I had my kids, they had activities. And I have always make sure that, you know, they understand dad's workflow. They know what dad needs to do. And they know that dad is living out his fucking passion. And I'm showing them an example of what is possible if they fucking love something. You know, you can work for yourself. You can do all these good things and you can love what you fucking do. So that's what dad's doing. So they're supportive in that. Now, I know that I don't know what your schedule is with your kids. And we can talk about this offline. I can tell you exactly what I do and how I run it and how I do all that. But it, it really comes down to planning and knowing that you've got content batch that you can just flip out and then you just work around whatever activities. But the main thing is just letting your kids know that dad's working, he's grinding, and you're just being a fucking good example for those oh, yes. two, two children, right? That's the main thing. Because if you can instill that in them and show them by example... They're going to end up doing something they fucking love in the end of it. And you're doing it for them. That's probably your why. It's probably very familiar to me. So I totally resonate with that. And, you know, it's, it's just about planning. And I know that, that there's always dad guilt, right? It's like, I should be doing this. And that's my son trying to fucking FaceTime me right now from school. So he's probably getting suspended, which is fucking awesome. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, dude, I totally get it. But it's realistically just having that talk with them and just saying that dad does, he loves what he fucking does. And this is what you can do too. And they get it. Like, yeah, I think our kids are very similar in age, to be honest. And, you know, they will get it. But yeah, let's hop on a call after this. Like, just hit me up in, in Instagram and uh, I'll walk you through what I do. Okay, perfect. Thanks, Mason, I have a couple more things to that, that I want to add. Do you understand the activities that generate revenue for your business? Yes. What are they? My content, my DMs, and my clients. I'll get way more specific. Social proof, booking calls, making sales. Okay. Now, the reason I'm bringing this up is when you are with your kids, you need to understand social proof, booking calls, and making sales are the only three things you need to focus on, period. Agreed. Right? Like, obviously, you want to build a balanced business. So if you do that the entire month, people are going to smell you. They're like, this month, yeah. right? But if like all three weeks, you're like providing value, product connection, social proof, value connection, et cetera. And your social media is like an engine of like, you know, stuff worth consuming. And then that week that you have kids, social proof, booking calls, making sales. That's all you focus on. So if you only have two hours a day, if you're spending the two hours a day social group booking calls and making sales, you're going to hit $10,000 a month. I have another thing I want to bring up. So uh, you're an IPP pro, are you? No, not yet. Oh, not yet. Dang. Maybe okay. So, so when you're competing, when you're dialing in for a show and like, you know, what's the last competition that you did? Like, what did you place? Yeah, that was my worst competition ever. What's the best competition you've ever done? The one before that, I won overall. <laughs> okay, cool. So when you won overall, right? Getting to overall, despite being a dad, did you put in the fucking work regardless of, you know, how you fucking felt or how much kids, how much time you had with your kids, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. That same mindset needs to be applied to your business. The reason I love working with fitness competitors if you, is if you're a fitness competitor, you really fucking do understand 
that like, it's like whatever the fuck it takes. That is the mindset that it takes to win your show. It is whatever it takes. And that same mindset needs to be applied to your business. And it's like, if you slept for a slept in for a fucking week when you were competing for your show and going for your overall, like you would have gotten fucking fourth and you know that, right? But it's like, for some reason, you don't have that same level of self-belief when it comes to your business, but you need to make a decision that today is the last fucking day that that's a reality. It's like $10,000 is the fucking standard period. Just like winning overall is the fucking standard period. And then you do whatever is necessary to hit $10,000 a month. And we just gave you the tools. So go fucking execute. Bet. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for coming out, bro. We see you, bro. Let's go. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. Rohan, what's good, King? Yo, yo, what's up, man? I see you, dog. Been crushing your content. Oh, fucking earth, bro. I appreciate it. I was going to say, content's been doing so well lately. My page is blown up. I'm, I did 5K. My page are like 150,000 views so far. So I'm like, damn, life's pretty cool. I love um, that, bro. Are you coming to our event in Australia? Bro, you already know. Cause all right, when all you right, get all right, there, all right, I'm there, bro. I'm there. What I would say is I like, I want to start off with that cool thing with my content popping off and whatnot. But I'm going to, so I'm going to say the butt and the butt is that I guess I need a grilling, <laughs> not going to lie. I need a bit of tough love here because I'm not doing one aspect of the non-negotiables and that's the fucking DMs because I, at the moment I'm getting a lot of inbound DMs and I've been closing those sales. So that's been really cool. Right. But then when it goes to outreaching myself, a lot of the people that are liking my content, they're not even my ideal avatar. Pause, pause. How many calls did you book this week? Three. Three. Okay. And you said your content's exploding on social media? Yeah. Okay. You need to do way fucking better. Okay. So that's number one. Number two is when your content's exploding on social media, the game is different. Everybody write this down. If you're going viral on social media, the game is different. You're not fucking messaging every single person that likes your stuff on social media. It doesn't make any fucking sense. When you're going viral, the game is different. When you're going viral, the game is you need to find a way to filter through hot leads. Because out of the 150,000 views, like 123,000 of those views don't give a shit about you or your program. They just happen to see your video on the For You page. So what you need to do is you need to get better at getting the hot leads to engage with your content, which is how many polls are you putting on your social media every single day? Oh, man. Uh, I did one one yesterday. Got about... 50 votes, but correct. And so out of those 50 votes, how many calls do you think you could book? I'm talking to two of them right now. So if you could get, if you had two or three of those polls per week on your Instagram story, how much more likely do you think that you'd be to actually start booking consistently more calls? Yeah, way more. Okay. So So what you need to do is now that you're going viral on your Instagram and your reels, you need to create a social media strategy for your Instagram stories that involves two things. Number one, getting people to vote on your polls. And number two, getting people to DM you. Mm -hmm. All right. Now get creative with this. And Cole actually did a training in the academy and it was titled how to sell through Instagram stories. So go into the academy and search how to sell through Instagram stories and get better at using your Instagram stories because most of the sales that you have will be from your Instagram stories. Is there a call to action in your bio? Yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah. What does it say? It says, let me just go to it. 
DM lion emoji for coaching. Cool. How many people DM you lion emoji? I'm getting maybe at least one or two a week. Change it to a word because lion emoji, I feel like is a little bit hard to fucking, somebody's not going to go to your, like find a lion emoji. I would say like, change it to like fat loss or like six pack. Yeah. That'll be easier to do. Cole, what do you okay. think? I'm not answering this question. Go get your fucking work done. Like I'm like <laughs> straight up. Like if you, why are you even here? Quit. That's legit my mentality, bro. Like you're paying us to teach you how to run a business. And then you're like, I don't like fucking talking about sales to run my business. That's, I'm not even going to answer that question. I love you to death, Rohan. Go get your fucking work done. No, no, that's fair enough. There you go. <laughs> I, I can't say anything after that. Like what the fuck, dude? One more question. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Yeah. And that is, a, okay. Now this is in regards to sales calls. Okay. About sales. So about sales calls. And what I've been noticing is that I'm getting more deposits than I should be getting sales. Mm. And some of the deposits that I am getting, these guys are ghosting me afterwards. How much are you role-playing per week? I'm role-playing four times a week. Okay. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah. So in regards to that, like with, after doing a lot of role play, I'm really hitting on emotion. There was a video that I saw in the academy. I forgot who it was. And it was hitting on like the like emotional equation of like PP, all that shit. Mm -hmm. And I was like, cool. Like I'm going to start utilizing that. And it's doing really well. But towards the end, it doesn't matter how emotional I get them. The moment I drop the price, they just start getting really flaky. And I bring back the emotion. I bring back the pain. I bring back the level of regret that they may have. But still, they're still worried about the the price point. And maybe it's like not my ideal person or like what's what's your mindset with that? Pitch me right now. Okay, cool. Which from what from what point? Pitch the program. Okay. So I, need to burn, of- I need to burn body fat. I've been struggling for the last three years and my wife told me I look fat. Okay, cool. So your wife tells you you look fat, right? Yep. Okay, how does that make you feel? Not very good. Okay. What about not very good? Like what, how do you feel when you look in the mirror? Are you avoiding yourself in the mirror? Yes, I do not like the fucking person that I see in the mirror. And I do not like that my wife called me fat. Okay, cool, bro. So how can we make that change? Well, that's why I'm on the call with you. Beautiful, bro. So I wanted to ask you that question because it's important that we get a ground foundation as to what is emotionally affecting you from stopping hitting your goals. If you can't look in the mirror every single day and your wife can't even appreciate who you are, then how long are you going to continue to be like this? Well, I'm on the call with you for a reason. Okay, beautiful. Then let's get to it then. What's that? You want to hear about my program then? Yep. All right, beautiful, bro. So it's a 16-week transformational program. I'll offer a nutritional guidance in terms of macronutrients. And what I'm going to allow you to do is currently, oh, wait, we didn't even go over what you're eating at the moment. So like, let's say we've gone over what you've been eating, right? So currently you're eating like shit. You're not, I guess, utilizing the food that you should be eating. You're having donuts for breakfast. You're having your lunches about pasta and dinner. You're kind of skipping it out, right? So we're going to be utilizing macronutrients to make sure that we're hitting flexible dieting so you can still enjoy the foods that you like whilst also hitting your goals. And then when it comes to training, I offer a scheduled or a customized training program for you, which is coming in with my app. In my app, you have fucking the workout schedule and the app, the video library in there as well. And then it's also an aspect of accountability for there so that I'm able to see if you miss out on your workout sessions, I'm going to message you and say, hey, bro, where the fuck are you? And then lastly, you have accountability. Accountability, you and I are going to have calls like this or weekly check-ins. And uh, you also get access to my Facebook group where there are like-minded people like yourself. And I go live five times a week in there talking about mostly nutrition and training lectures, as well as weekly Q&As. Of the training program, what stands out to you and what would be the best for you in your current situation? Uh, The accountability. Accountability, awesome, bro. I feel like most of my clients also agree with that as well. Um, so cool, man. So I like to do this one particular exercise with all my with all my clients, and that is that I want you to close your eyes. 
And we're going to go through a visualization exercise. Pause. This is too fucking long, bro. Okay. Too long? Yeah. Go ahead, Cole. Yeah, dude. You just got to keep it short, sexy, and straight to the point. There's usually a couple things that we can trigger when you are getting too many deposits. It sounds like you are targeting the pain, which makes individuals know that they need to join your program, but they're intimidated by your explanation. So they're ghosting you when it comes down to the Agreed. actual execution. And what I mean by that is they know they need to join because you've gotten them so emotionally attached to your program itself, which is good. You're doing a good job. But then when you pitch it, it sounds intimidating. Mm-hmm. Don't use the word macronutrients, number one. Yep. Nobody knows what the fuck that means. Yeah. Right. I literally went to the dentist yesterday, guys, to get my teeth worked on again because my braces were moving some things around. And while the dentists were talking, I started laughing. And they're like, well, what are you laughing about? I'm like, I tell my clients all the time that they need to speak to individuals and meet them where they're at. Just like I know you guys are talking about my teeth and it sounds like you're speaking fucking alien to me. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? They're like, so this bicuspid blood brock, I, I literally can't even repeat one word that they said the entire hour I was there because mm-hmm. it's stuff I don't understand. So yep. you need to speak to them where they're at. Yep. You know, Brian was eating like shit. He enjoys eating that way. So homie, what I'm going to do is I'm basically just going to put you on a meal plan, a food plan that allows you to eat foods you love so we can get rid of that fucking flabby waste. So your wife starts looking at you sexy again. Make sense? Yep. Dope. And then I'm going to move on. Yeah. So like, let me, it. yeah, let's, so I'm going to pitch you, Rohan. Okay. So, all right. So does this all sound good, Rohan? Yeah. Sounds good. Cool. So the way that my program works is it's three different phases. All right. We got training, nutrition, and accountability. For the training plan, I'm going to design you a training plan that's designed to cut out that lower belly fat that you hate. And it's going to be an easy to follow plan so that I can track your progress and you can see results on a week to week basis. Sound good? Yeah. Sounds cool. Good. The nutrition protocol, what I want to do is I want to make dieting easy for you. I don't want to make it feel like you're not on a diet. So my goal is to help you lose that little bit of belly fat. So I'm going to help you eat foods that you love while still losing weight. Does that sound good? Yep. Sounds good. And for accountability, I'm going to keep you on track on a week-to-week basis. So every week, I'm going to send you a check-in, and you're either going to make progress or I'm going to make changes to your program so we can help you tone up and finally see your six-pack. Cool? Yeah, sounds good. Awesome, brother. So listen, there's two different options to enroll. Option number one for the 16-week program is it's $1,200 for the paid in full. Mm-hmm. And option number two, if you prefer to do the monthly option, which is a little bit easier on cash flow, it's going to be $450 per month. Okay, cool. Now, out of those two options, which one works best for you? I'll go paid in full. Awesome. Number one, you understood what Brian just did there, right? Yeah. Okay, dope. Now, you said a lot of individuals are going for the deposit. Now, you said, well, I revert them back to their pain. That is one strategy, and I'm glad that you're doing that. But you also need to revert back to the ammo that you stacked on the call, but I understand what they're doing. So you said when you were breaking down Brian with this mock pitch that he was eating like shit, he's eating out all the time, et cetera. So I would not only revert them back to their pain, but I would do a calculation in my mind based off of how much they're spending on fast food and throw it back in their face. If they give you an objection, but the way that you're pitching Rohan is you're like all of this stuff, all at once, the training, the nutrition, the accountability, all of it, all of it, all of it. And they get fucking to the end and then what the fuck? So what you need to do, write this down, Rohan, is you need to get micro commitments. Exactly. So me and Cole both did the same thing. After we're done explaining the nutrition in a way that benefits them, that's easy to understand. Does that sound good, Rohan? Yeah. Yeah. Sounds great. Then we do the nutrition. And we explain it in a way that's easy to understand that benefits them. Does that sound good? Sounds great. And the accountability, we sound, we say it in a way that's easy to understand. That like I don't talk about my fucking training app. I don't talk no. about the lectures that I'm going to no. give in my Facebook group. They don't give a fuck. They don't care. What they want to know is, is this program going to help me get results? Period. Another example, let's say Brian was an individual that had, let's actually use fucking, uh, let's use Mason as an example. All right. He's busy with the kids. All right. He's trying to work on his business, all this, all this other stuff. Let's say I'm explaining the training program. All right, homie. So when it comes out of the training phase, it's going to be very simple. My goal is to help you see results without spending a fuckload of time in the gym. I know you want to be with your kids. I know you want to be with your wife. 
So I'm going to optimize your training program to make sure we could build up your arms, build up your chest, lose that waste without spending seven hours a week in the gym. Sound good? Dude, that's it. I'm legit like, how do I say it in the sexiest way possible? Because let's be real, all of you guys can do that. You can optimize their nutrition. You can optimize their training to make them have a good experience. You do not need to explain how the fucking car works. They just want to buy the car, mm -hmm. right? When you go into the dealership, they're not like, okay, how does the fucking, like, how do the brake pads actually work scientifically? Can you explain it to me? Nobody gives a fuck. They're like, yo, can I get those dope ass red calibers? Those yeah. things look sick. And does this car feel good to drive in? That's all they care about. That's it. Does this dude feel good? To, like, does this dude like understand me? Does he get my goals? Has he fucking, is he clearly able to articulate my goals back to me? That's what they're looking for, exactly. right? They don't want to hear about your fucking lectures. They want to hear about how the program is going to benefit them. Oh, fucking no. Perfect. That's it, bro. Yeah, cool. That's game changer. All right, bro. That's it. Like, we didn't I'll catch you next week with Okay. Fucking keep it up. Book yeah. five fucking calls. Come back here and tell me about how you closed three. And get times. to fucking work. Don't ever come back on our call again and be like, I don't want to work. Tell me what to do. Get the fuck out of here. Go get some work done. I, I appreciate you. Good. <laughs> Jessica, what's up? Hey, hello, hello. How are you? I'm doing fucking phenomenal. How are you? <laughs> yeah, good. Thank you. Good. So mm -hmm. something good and bad. Good things is I'm killing it, killing it with my in-person, which is not what we're looking for. <laughs> But so um, yeah, I just, I keep getting clients and my in-person session with me is as much as my monthly program. Fuck yes. And I'm I so like confident. I'm like, yeah, the time with me is super important. And yeah, they pay me $250 for one session. Fuck yes. So I am making over 10K, which is oh, amazing. Yeah, like I've that. done it for a long time, but I don't get online clients. And Samantha mentioned yesterday that she thinks I don't feel confident about my online program. And I think that's true. Yep. Um, I feel that I have... in person, I'm so good, but online, I'm not. Why? I feel that my personality and my energy with my clients, um, that's kind of what they're paying for. I mean, the workout is great, but I think been with me and yeah i think that's what they kind of like the most i'm thinking okay why well i actually don't know i think it's my energy okay i have a question yes, yes, yes. yeah have i ever met you in person no guests <laughs> yeah do you get value from the coaching community i do a lot do you love the change Eyes academy of course so why the fuck can't you do that yeah that's yeah that's what i'm thinking i don't know I'll tell you why, because I'll tell you why I'm going to fucking now I'm going to tell you why you're doing what you're doing, <laughs> because you are giving yourself the opportunity to sell in person and you're not like you haven't burned the boats yet. So you're like, I'm fucking making 10K in person. Well, not 10K. You got some online clients, but you're still selling in person for higher value, which is great. But I will also say that, like, no matter how much you charge for in-person sessions, you will always be capped for time because mm -hmm. there's only a certain amount of time in a day. And yeah. you've, you've probably got other shit you want to do, like work on your fucking fitness goals and hang out with your friends and family and do some stuff on the weekend. So I'm sure you don't want to be glued to your in-person sessions for eight to 12 hours a day in order to make 20 to $30,000 a month. Yeah. So you've got to cut off the alternative. Like you literally have to make the decision that from today moving forward, you can no longer sell in-person clients. That's done. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's good. I'm, I'm glad it scares you. Yeah. That's good. And then you need to remind yourself, I get value from Brian and Cole, and I've never met these motherfuckers, ever. Not once. 
You also probably haven't met Natasha or Samantha Mills or any of the other Change Lives Academy coaches, and yet you still get value. And so my challenge to you is I want you to bring that energy and that passion to the online coaching world. Like, I want you to do a live stream where I tune in and I'm like, damn, this girl's fucking on one. Like, people sign up for my wife, Kirsten Mark's program because when Kirsten goes live, she's like fucking singing and dancing. And they're like, (laughs) I need more of that shit in my life, right? So you can have the same 10 times more success online because you're not capped for time, but you need to stop giving yourself the option to sell in person and moving forward, like you are only allowed to sell online. And when you actually make that commitment, everything's going to change for you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Go ahead. You like a personal trainer because I have had a personal trainer covering me in London. Should I do that? Pass my sessions into my coach and then he could be so financially, I'm not earning less. Well, the only way you'd be earning less is if you didn't sell more online clients. Great. <laughs> yeah. Listen, like, I think you're just limiting yourself. Like, I I agree with Samantha. I just don't think you believe in yourself. It's like corny quote, where focus goes, energy flows. Like, it's very simple. You're self-fixated on the fact that you cannot see success online, that you're not allowing yourself to believe that you can. So you're not putting any time into it. That's it. Like, I've seen your energy in your content. It's good. All right. You also have fucking 3,200 followers. And I want to put this in perspective. Don has 7,000, you have 3,200, basically half. Don is making $100,000 in nine days where you refuse to allow yourself to see your potential. Yeah. Okay, followers I'm don't mean anything. You're just got to lean into it. And it's like finding your thing. It's a mic right? like, like Kirst is really good at connection content online. It's like her main fucking thing. She doesn't post a lot of value. All right, it's just connection, connection, connection. Then her value comes in the form of her live streams. I think those are probably the most valuable thing that she has. Like her workouts. She's what, hasn't missed in three years, B? Never. She doesn't miss it right. all. And on oh. those live streams, not only is she giving value, but it's a lot of also connection. She shares who she is. She's like connecting, sharing, expressing. So I think it's just finding your flow, breaking it down. And again, allowing yourself to, because right now, as soon as you get stressed out, you just sell more in person and you're like, ah, I can't grow online, <laughs> but I'm happy here making money. That's all right? like, it's like, oh yeah, that was like Mike, dude, Mike Mayo. He's making fucking $100,000 a year in his other job. And he's like, I'm a little bit stressed out online, but oh, I can just sit in this comfy desk chair and make fucking 100 grand without even thinking. So like, mm-hmm. it's what's, what are you allowing to hold yourself back? I don't think you should just be like, fuck it, let's burn the boats with one client so I can't sustain my life. I never agree with that unless you're me because I did that. So do what I fucking advise you on. Don't do what I did in my past. But like, I want you guys to see success. So like Brian said, today moving forward, no more. In done. Okay. Fucking done. Not anymore. All right, fulfill your fucking requirements that you need to as a coach that you already sold and then go online. Like if your passion was in-person and online, then this would be a different conversation, but we know you want to grow your online business. So you need to cut the fucking chain, okay? Yeah. Jessica, I just tagged you in a post in the Academy. It's titled, here are my tips for selling online coaches, coaching versus in-person. There was a girl that came through our program. Her name is Celia. And uh, she was a beast of an in-person trainer. And when she came into the Academy, we basically like helped her transition her clients all online and she transitioned all of her clients online and she wrote a post. I asked her, I'm like, Hey, I know I changed your life. So can you help me out? <laughs> I'm like, can you write a post about how you transitioned all your in-person clients online? So she wrote a post about it. Go read it. I just tagged you in the Academy. And then moving forward, you are no longer allowed to sell in person. You can only sell online. You also, I'm, I'm going to say also, because a lot of you motherfuckers do this, right? You're like, well, you know, my income is probably going to dip because I'm making this transition. No. So not only 
Are you only going to sell online? You also have a fucking standard that your income is going to be equal to or more in this transition. Does that make sense? That's the standard. So it's like, that's the fucking standard, period. Let's touch on that. Like I, again, guys, I quit my in-person business, all right, when I was an in-person PC with one client. I don't remember his fucking name, but I'm going to pull him up one day. Fuck it with one client. Now, I was also smart. Julia was able to cover our rent, which was only $600 at her fucking mom's place. That's the, the, it was the, uh, an apartment we rented from her parents. Okay. So even if it, I was to crash and burn, she was at least able to cover our rent. So I wasn't going to fucking die and go homeless on top of that as well. I built up a fucking flow to five G's now five G's wasn't a lot of money. All right. And technically I shouldn't even have had the flow because I was still $15,000 in debt. And I had like a bunch of credit cards and everything racked up. But I literally looked at that five G's as like, my comfort float where I was like, if I can't support myself because something bad happens, at least I can give this money to Julia because as a man, I didn't feel good just having her fucking cover the rent uh, and break that down. And then I went all in with exactly the mindset Brian said. Guys, I was grinding for like fucking, again, 16, 18 hours a day. Me and this kid would work in a coffee shop, no joke, for like seven, eight hours straight. We'd go to Purple Perk, OG coffee shop, Calgary, fucking yeah. And then we go to a bunch of other ones. We would just work and work and work and work and work. And I would learn macros and breakdowns. And like, I was self-taught through B. And literally also, breaking everything down. I, this is a funny story. It's a complete side note, but I would always know when Cole was like done with work because he'd watch stupid yeah. fucking cat videos and I'd be like in grind mode. And he'd be like, bro, look at this cat video. And I'm like, go home. Okay. I was literally, I was like, <laughs> after like six and a half hours, I'd be like, I'm fucking done in this coffee shop. Like, and then I'd rather be like surfing videos and be like, little funny this shit is. He'd be like, like fucking stop, dude. Cause I'm like, <laughs> but the thing is because the reason why I would get bored like that is because me and him were so efficient. There was no like fucking around. We'd sit down guys and I would get like eight hours of work done in fucking three hours like that. Because it was like headphones on, no distractions. We got our fucking drinks here and we are grind. And then that's the way we were able to build and scale so fucking quickly because we were like, it's either do or die. Make the motherfucking commitment, Jess. All right. Let's go. Let's do it. All right. I want you to report <laughs> you. back. I want you to report back in a fucking week and then in another week because I want to actually no, I'm going to give you I'm actually fuck. Yes. Come back next week. I want to fucking hear an update. All right. I will. Thank All you right. guys. I'll see you later. No vet. The fuck's up, dog? I want to rapid fire. And I'm just letting you know, Amara and Sergio, you raised your hands late, so I won't get to you guys. Sorry, post your question in the community. But Novet, Colton, Abby, and Viniscus, I'm sorry if I fucked up your name. I want to get to all of you guys. So rapid fire. Novet, get to the fucking point so I can serve everyone. What's up, dog? Okay, best day ever. I'm just going to throw this out there. So last week, Monday, Instagram, TikTok. So Instagram was about 2,000 followers. TikTok was about 1,000 followers. Right now, I am at 105K on Instagram. What? Yeah, and 140K on TikTok. What? Dude, what the fuck? The most mind-blowing thing happened to me yesterday. I was on a sales call, and in the middle of my pitch, I just blanked out because my head was just spinning. And I'm like, right now, I'm like shaking. I don't know what to do. Like, I, I'm like, I <laughs> what, I hey, what happened? Was it like one video that exploded? Yeah, it was a chest fly video. So, like, you know how Patrick Hong has that, like, lat pull-down video? Mine's yeah, a chest yeah. I think I'm going to be the chest fly guy. It's Dude, insane. I love, that. I love it, that for you. That's so sick. Fuck yes. Yeah, but now I don't know what to do. I got a bunch of inquiries. I got a bunch of, like, people raising their hands. And I'm like... And Focus I, on one. That's yeah. it. So yeah. this is the thing. Once you guys start blowing up on social media, it's very, very easy to get, oh, my fucking God, at the numbers that you just saw. 
focus on one. It's the same thing with the lead gen strategy Brian just broke down. Okay. Let's say you get 150 fucking thousand leads. You're not going to try to message 150,000 people. You're going to message one at a time. It's like the same thing as the Ed Milet one more day strategy. You guys ever hear that? If you did put up your hand, if you haven't, I'm going to explain it anyways to fucking bad. So Ed Milet talks about his father, how he's dealing with alcoholism and he wanted to beat it. So what did he do? He fucking quit drinking. And then Ed asked him, he's like, dad, are you going to stay sober forever now? And it was like a very intimate conversation. He said, I don't know, son. I'm just focused on today. And he's like, I would just focus on one day, one day, one more day, one more day, one more day. You need to do that with your leads. All right. When it comes down to getting that many fucking followers, yes, they did follow you and you blew up. They're also all cold as fuck. They saw one video. Okay. Meaning you need to start building relationships. You need to now audit your content and double the fuck down. Do not stop. Yep. So write this down. Going live every day for 10 minutes. And if you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, you're going to do a Q&A. Because now that you have 100,000 followers on Instagram, you'll get 30 to 50 people that will tune in every single time. I agree. 10 minutes a day. Going live. Okay? That's number one. The, one of the ways you can nurture your leads is going fucking live. So start going live every single day. Number two, social proof on your stories every fucking day. If you know, I know that you're a newer online coach, which by the way, my boy's about to hit fucking 10K. So get fucking ready. Share your story every day on your social media and be like, this was me. When I was a skinny boy, and this is me as a jack boy. This is what I learned like every fucking day. All right. By the way, what's your social media handle so that people ah, no, actually I want to look at it? That, what's that? I want to find it. It's a uh, stay fit coach underscore. Stay fit coach underscore. It's funny because I mean, if you're listening to this video, if you go to his fucking Instagram and you fucking copy the exact video that he did, you're not a very creative content creator and you need to do better. All right. So can get I, inspiration. Can I, it? Can I can give you- it? Yeah, yeah. You, Cole's gonna, that was my nice way of saying it. Cole's that was a nice way. Yeah. If you go to his Instagram and you copy his content, you're a fucking loser. All right? Like straight <laughs> up, dude. I'm going to say it the real way. Right. Now, the reason why is because I, I actually did a video with this on Braden yesterday about how inauthentically trash some creators are nowadays because they have no idea what to create, that they just scour the internet and then copy shit verbatim. I had an account follow me yesterday with 85,000 followers. He's got like talking videos. I'm like, yo, this kid's killing it. I was like, this is cool. I started like commenting on his stuff, like giving him props scroll and then five videos in a row exactly my wording fucking bop 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 i'm like <laughs> come on bro I, I sent him a message like hey what the fuck is up but i'm like yeah I'll, I'll say it real don't copy like a little bitch okay all right come up with okay. your own ideas so, so i agreed so number one you're gonna go live every day number two you're gonna post social proof on your stories every single day number three when you are a bigger now now that you have a bigger following you need to play a different game so the different game that you play with a bigger following is you need to get people to jump through hoops Yes. And so the hoop that you're going to get people to jump through is you're going to have an app, you're going to have an application, no vet, but the application needs to be longer because any motherfucker can fill an application, but your application needs to be longer so that when somebody fills out a long application that tells you that they're fucking serious, am I right or wrong? Right. So you need to make it longer. So ask a bunch of questions about like, you, like you can ask a bunch of questions about like their fitness goals or training and nutrition, ask them to upload progress pictures to the actual application. Ask them what they do for work and how active they are. Ask them how, how committed they are on a scale of one to 10. Ask them about their diet. Ask them how many times they eat out. Ask them how much alcohol they drink, how much cigarettes they smoke. Like make the fucking application longer if you have a bigger following because anybody that fills out a long application, like the amount of commitment that it takes to get through that application will, is, is high. And that's where you want to spend your time generating your leads. Do not fucking do what you did when you had a small following and try to DM every single person that likes your photos. That is not a smart move. The smartest move when you have a big following is to get good at creating content that gets people to engage with you and DM you directly so that you know who your hot leads are. Because anybody that DMs you when you have a big following obviously is an interested prospect. Does that make sense? Yeah. Cool.
the game has changed for you, brother. Welcome to a new level. I'm fucking excited for you. That's fucking lit. I also do want to say, make sure you focus on the purpose at hand and not the comments themselves. Because obviously I'm looking through this post right now and like fucking there's a lot of positive and negative experiences <laughs> and advice. Just focus on your purpose, okay? Guys, it's very easy to get fixated on negativity once you start to see traction online because everybody and their fucking dog has an opinion nowadays. Again, regardless, there's a billion different ways to fucking explain something, but focus on your purpose, okay? Yeah, sure. Go execute, dog. Five calls a week, bare minimum. Five calls a week with highly qualified applicants is your bare minimum, but you should be getting 10. There's no fucking reason you don't hit 10K within the next two to three months. So I need you to show up to all the fucking sales calls, show up to all the fucking sales, anything that's DM sales related, show the fuck up for, ask a lot of questions in the Facebook group. What do you, what's your income at right now? I haven't made any money this month. But... Holy fuck. Get in your fucking DMs right now. Start booking calls and make money. Yeah. Just so I can get this clear. So go live every day, social proof every day. I'm going my stories, get people to jump through hoops on a longer application. Yes. And then book calls with those people and make some fucking money. Okay. Go okay. execute. Guys... Let's fucking go. Get to 5K faster so that we can add you to the 5K group because then you'll get more direct support from Caleb. All right? I agree. Absolutely. Cool. Colton, what's up, doc? Straight to the fucking point so I can get to everyone. Yo, what's up? Well, yeah, closed mouths don't get fed. So I have had a lot of feedback on this. Shout out to Keith and all the 5K coaches for helping me, helping me out because financially I was at 5K. I was doing 5K three months in a row, like fucking slaying it. Shit was really good. I'm upsold on my clients on PIFs and fucking recurring drops. So now like bit in a bit of a financial shit, shit situation basically right now. So my girlfriend has paid like rent two months. So I'm just like fucking grinding. But yeah, I just want to make sure I came on pod chats and like just opened my mouth so that I can fucking be present and be here. But yeah, Samantha Mills got me, gave me some good advice. I'm sending like 50 DMs a day right now. But my issue when I talk to Keith about this is always flagging convos, right? I have been getting ghosted in the DM script lately, which is super fucking weird for me. But it's just like flagging convos. Like these convos just seem to not be going anywhere. So I'm trying to be like more direct and not as like nice because I was afraid to piss people off. But that's been my main issue right now. It's just like getting fucking calls booked and getting into the DM script with people. So, so far, like most of the time, they, they don't even like read the openers and stuff. Okay, go ahead, Cole. I was just going to say, I don't think the fucking fix is setting up 50 DMs a day. It's booking actual calls. And what that means is audit your conversations and start building a better relationship with them. Like sending out 50 DMs a day, that means you're sending out what? Like, let's actually break it down. If you're actually doing that, Okay. If you're doing that every day, you're sending out 350 DMs a week. There's no fucking way you're actually being intentional with those conversations. And I'll bet my house on that shit. Like you need to actually sit down. So my goal for you would be to audit the individuals that used to reach out to you. Everybody that said no, look through every warm place to find leads, which we can break down if you don't understand where they are, but I'm assuming you do. And then actually be intentional in the convos. Listen to what they're saying, validate what they're actually, is actually coming out of their mouth. Ask them expansive questions. And look for calls. Don't just send out 50 DMs. Right. Also, whatever advice, like when you said you got good advice from the 5K coaches, was that all they broke down? Or is there a lot more that obviously we can't explain right now? Yeah, there, there was definitely more, but it was just increase the volume of, you know, messages that I'm sending and be more direct with the messages, you know? So instead of being like, how's your day going to someone that's been engaging with my content? It's like, do you have any struggles with fitness or nutrition, right? Like trying to gear it towards a fitness sense, mm -hmm. so to speak. Because my main focus has been on, you know, like I'm implementing this lead nurture stuff, which like we won't get into depth, you know, for this, for the sake of this, but, you know, I've been tracking all my KPIs and everything like that. And that's just been the huge bottleneck, right? It's just flagging the convos. But I know if I can get them in the script and I can get them on the call, like I'm very effective at sales. That's what I do, but I just need more shots. So it's just getting them into the DM script, not getting ghosted once I'm there 
and then and then get uh, in there. how so frequently do you ask people to dm you well i'm putting up polls consistently i do a hard cta once a week okay so on your feed or your, or your story stories typically my feed stories stories feed twice a week once in your fuck so once on fucking monday and once on fucking thursday that's number one number two throughout the week you should be putting up polls not even putting up polls but like putting up valuable fucking content on your instagram on your social media that like actually gives fucking value if this made sense you want some help send me a dm for more info send me a dm that says tone for more info like you need to get get people to dm you that's number two number three i just went to your content and a lot of your content's fucking hitting hard but it sounds to me like you're over focusing on dms whereas like if you just double down on the content that's fucking working that's hitting hard and you get like better at that you're gonna get more incoming dms does that make sense yeah yeah my content has gotten better i've I've changed it a lot you're gonna mention i know so like and I would say another thing is like making sure that your avatar is dialed in. I like that you're sharing this motherfucker because this guy, I just talked to him in the gym today, Cole. He he posted a CTA and got 50 people that raised their That's hand. exactly what I wanted to pull up right now. Because like you guys talk about CTAs on your stories. How many views do you get on your story a day, Colton? 90 to 130 maybe. How many followers do you have? Uh, 1,700. Exactly. Okay, there. that's the entire argument I need to make right there. So you guys should be posting actual CTs on your fucking feed. He Dallas posted this on TikTok. I want to show you guys what happened. Three guys over 200 pounds, then in the next simple, months, he got 96 comments. If that's you, drop a fire, and it's only got 2,900 views. Nice, okay. Like, you need to be posting shit on your feed. If you guys go to Trizzle Man, all right, we optimized a 5130 post for him. He was doing like too much with them in the past. I told him, like, literally post a fucking photo or a video of you, like, a little bit overweight or even shredded, make it fucking seven seconds long, make the first four seconds being like. I'm looking for five men who want to drop 30 pounds in the next 60 days. If that's you, dot, dot, dot. The scene changes. Drop a fire emoji in the comments below. The last time I looked at one of Trizzle's CTAs like that, he had over 2,000 comments because he has a big following. Like, you need to be putting it on your feed, guys, because that is an everlasting CTA, meaning it'll get a bunch of traction at the beginning, but then you could also go back and look at it six months from now, and it might see even more traction. But just mm-hmm. posting on your story where you get literally less than 1% of your fucking followers viewing your story is not an effective strategy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One thing I have noticed about sending like more of these DMs is, yeah, like the quality is not necessarily there and the response rate. I mean, I only did it this yesterday was the first day that I implemented that, but the response rate wasn't great. Like I don't have a ton of conversations off of it. So I kind of feel like maybe the 25 would be better. And then, yeah, do more CTAs with the content and then just build a relationship and then maybe move through the process faster with people. So they're not getting lost. When's the last time you did a 14 day challenge? Doing one next week. Okay, good. I think you're doing all the right things, bro. You need to be patient. Sometimes, yeah, yeah, that's sometimes there's slow weeks. Sometimes there's slow weeks. Sometimes there's fast weeks. What did you make last month? So last, so last month was a shitty month, dude. I made like fifteen hundred bucks because everything crashed down. I have the other half paid in fulls coming in this month, but that's the issue, right? Is because like we've talked, I know that I'm gonna do this, and I know it's gonna fucking work because I've hit five k three months in a row. Like I've done this shit. Yeah. But the problem is, is you know, like when Cole said that he was in debt, Julia was paying shit. That's my situation right now. I'm like ten k in debt. I got a car I can't fucking sell and my girls paid two months of rent. And I'm like, it's just that struggle of like, I need to be patient, but in and my head. Pause, like, pause. I need How many times are you posting per day on social media right now? Seven days a week. Seven days a week. Are you doing twice a day? Not yet. Cause right. I couldn't. That, now anybody. it's time. It's time that you want to fucking make this shit happen. Then like, it's time to make this shit fucking happen. Okay. Like I promise you I'm 10 times busier than you. And I post way fucking more than you do. Okay. And I'm usually, I'm the one that edits all my fucking content. Yes. I have Jax. Yes. I have Sam. I fucking edit all my own content because I want my fucking content to be super good. And I want it to be like created by me. So like, write this down. The more value you give, the more value you get. Like you have what it takes on social media, bro. You're fucking, some of your videos are at 12 to 15,000 views. 
So if you're putting out more volume and you're in actual conversations with people and you're being fucking real and you're like putting out connection content that fucking slaps. And I also think that you're way too addicted to the number. I've heard you talk about money, 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 multiple times. I think that instead of focusing on money, you need to start focusing on impact and changing more people's lives. Meaning how many clients do you have right now? 13. Okay. So your goal is to get to 20 clients within Great. the next fucking 30 days and stop okay. focusing on the dollar amount that those clients mean to you. Start focusing on like the fucking level of impact that you can create on those clients. Because it sounds to me like you've got some money scarcity and money scarcity while trying to sell clients and in the DMs with them, they're going to fucking feel that. They can smell that from a mile away. If I can smell it, they can smell it. And it's not going to be a conscious thing. It's going to be an unconscious thing. So every single day you need to go into the, into your day with the intention to change somebody's fucking life. And like, that needs to be the place that you operate from all day, every day, put it as a sticky note on your fucking background, put it like change your fucking background on your phone to not like 5k, but change 20 fucking lives. Like that's your target. I think this to me, it's like, you're doing all the right things. And when you're doing all the right things, that usually means that there's something wrong with the intention that you're approaching the situation. I think you're seeking money. You're trying to get out of your money situation. You're trying to get out of debt. Your girl's paying your rent. You're over-focusing on the fact that you don't have money and it's literally repelling it. So stop Agreed. thinking about money. And start focusing on changing people's lives. And I promise you, you're going to start making more. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I think that's exactly it too. I'm just like, normally I'm a very patient person, but lately I think with the whole situation, it's been just like- Money, 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 money. Yeah, and I, I also can hear like- it. I can hear it in everything you're I saying. I can feel it. I can hear it. Yeah. I, last I thing I'm going to say, absolute last thing is like, I love Keith and I love fucking Sam, but both of their pieces of advice does not work for you. You need to be more patient and you need to shift your fucking mindset. Being more direct doesn't work when you're not a fucking authority and you're not an authority. Like, I love you to death. You have 1,700 followers. Yeah. Like, you can't just be DMing people and then being like, yo, you got goals? No? Okay, cool. Move on. Like, you got to build a relationship. If you're Trent, Trent for like a million plus followers getting fucking thousands of DMs a day, then you can be a little bit more savage. It's like, yo, what the fuck you want to do? Like, why are you in my DMs? Like Brad Leia, you send him a message. He doesn't even answer you. Anthony Mounds just sent Brad Leia a fucking message. He just sent him fucking a text back with, this is what it costs. That was it. Didn't even talk to him. And then when Anthony's like, okay, I'll buy. He's like, dope. Here's my assistant. Fuck off. Like, that, that was literally it. Because he's like, homie's famous as shit. So you need to build relationships. Patience is your word of the week. Okay. Patience. Patience, 100%. I think the main fear, I, I don't want to take Pause. I want to cut you off because I want to get to the other clients. Great. Okay. Cool. Go Done. fucking execute. We gave oh. you the advice. Fuck your fears. Do what the fuck we said. Let's go. Thanks, guys. All right. I got you. Abby, what's up? Hi. Okay, so I'll make this quick, but I have been doing what you said, and I'm having more conversations, but now I need to get better at those conversations. Mm -hmm. So I one thing that I'm noticing about like what I, the conversations that I am having is that I have a hard time like opening up people's why. And like, I'm either getting ghosted or they're just like not opening up and they kind of dry out and become like either hot or warm to like now cold. And so I'm wondering like, if there's a way to kind of, I don't know. And whenever I think about myself, like I honestly, whenever I got my fitness coach, like I didn't really have a strong reason why. Hmm. So question. So if they don't have a reason why they want to get their goal, do they have a reason why they want to get over the struggle? I mean, yeah, like they'll say, oh, I want to be comfortable and close and confident, but like it never really moves past that. Comfortable and close and confident. Um, yeah. Why is that important to you to be comfortable and close? Is there situations that you feel uncomfortable in your clothes? Yeah. The reason I say this is because I think that, how much did you make last month? 10. 10, fucking saying 10, like it's embarrassing. Jesus. Who are you? You're Abby. 
225 Gabby. It's all good. What I'm saying is like, you need to be in conversations with hot prospects. So if somebody's not willing to tell you, you know, their goal, their reason why, et cetera. Like it, that to me, that like, here's my advice. If you want to skip that question and you want to go into the loom, fucking go for it, but understand that it's going to be hard to overcome their objection if they don't have a reason why. Well, that's exactly my point. And sometimes I'll ask like, how important is it for you to like lose that 20 pounds and blah, 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 or how much longer are you willing to carry around like this 20 pounds of unwanted weight? Like I kind of like flip it that way. Yeah. Just to like get them to like feel something yeah. and then I go into like the loom. Yep. Can you screen record some of your conversations and post them in the mastermind? And I will give you a full on audit and I'll tell you what I think. Okay. Yeah. That sounds good. Screen yeah, record. Think, Go ahead. Cool. I was going to keep it very simple. I just think you're disconnected from actually talking about feelings in general because Brian's giving you an example and then you're just like, yeah. No. So that- I don't think you actually understand it because when it comes down to like asking why, what you're doing is you're basically distancing them from the emotion in the first place. They're like, I want to lose 20 pounds. You're like, well, how important is it for you to lose 20 pounds? And they're like, really important. I've wanted to for a while. That's not asking the why. Sitting in their pain and actually getting them to dissect it. It's like, it's two different expansive questions and they need to be broken down in this exact right area. So that's why the screen recording is going to help a lot more. Okay, yeah. I think I need to ask things in just like a different way because that's my biggest bottleneck right now, for sure. All right, cool. I'll post the screen recordings. Okay. Give me two conversations that didn't go your way and two conversations that didn't go your way and one that did. And I'll give you feedback. All right. Sounds good. Thank you. I appreciate you, girl. Viniscus. What's up, King? Last but not least. Yeah. I was just going to say, you can just call me Vinny. It's all good. Vinny. What's up, King? Yeah, not too much, man. How you doing, bro? Best day ever, King. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm trying to make it super quick. There's a lot in my mind, but um, basically I did a switch on my avatar recently. And you, you kind of gave me a little bit of advice on that, you know, with when you should switch, you know, your avatar and you said like about 90 days and, you know, I spent about a year just kind of going after a specific avatar, you know, and just, it wasn't just like really going, you know, I didn't feel like it was like really scalable, like with the leads that I was getting, at least with the content I was producing and stuff like that. But I'm basically right now, I feel like I'm almost starting from scratch now, which is fine. But I just wanted to see if like you guys had any advice, like, you know, in terms of what I'm doing now, like what should be my main focus, I guess, like kind of like starting almost like from on zero, you know, it's like a new avatar. So why do you change your avatar? And what are you looking for advice on? I why I chose to to change it, I just felt like I wasn't, you know, really connecting like, I guess the people that was like, relating to the, the content and that was kind of getting drawn to like, it wasn't really like, I don't know, I felt like they were like, almost like, I don't want to be rude. But like, I felt like they were like, lower committed people, whenever they came in, like, even if you know, they, they joined the program, you know what I mean? So what did you change your avatar to? Now, so like I'm going after business owners and executives. I'm confused why you feel like you're starting over. Like just like with an av- like a different avatar, you know what I mean? So like I've switched my content, you know, the direction that I was going with my content now, if that makes sense. Like, are you getting less leads? I'm confused. Because like I had, you know, like I had a different page, you know, before when I was so going did you start that, a whole like new I- Instagram? Yeah. So like I'm using like a, an older Instagram that I, that I wasn't using. Previously. Hey, well, don't fucking do that. Okay, listen. Number one, you got to ask the question a little bit more directly because me and Brian are both confused. The breakdown of this is very simple. If you switch your avatar, you just got to create content for that avatar. Now, if you built an entire Instagram to let's say two, three, four, five hundred thousand followers off of one avatar, did you do that? How many followers do you have? Well, the previous one that I was using, I yeah. had like less than a thousand. Then um, it doesn't matter. So then you could just create yeah. content on that one. Exactly. So like, I haven't been using that one. Like I basically like almost deleted that one. And I, and I started using my older one that I had 
that I still had leads on them on my older one that I used for mainly for my in-person business I had not been active there because I was like, I'm going to focus on my online one and my online one. I was, only yep, yep, yep. so with- it's very simple, dude. Like the shit that you did with yeah. your old avatar is what you now do with your new avatar. Like when it comes down to your question, you're like, well, how do I start seeing traction? And what do I do? You sit down, dissect yeah. the pain of the current avatar that you were trying to target. And then you start pushing out value proof of connection content towards them. I would post a minimum of five times a week. I would also go live a minimum of three times a week to cement yourself as an authority and start ask, answering their questions and make it a non-negotiable to be learning more about that avatar on a daily basis. Because you said businessmen and executives, but are you a businessman or an executive? Well, I'm a business owner, but... I feel like a lot of the clients that I've worked with in person, they were, you know, some sort of like executive VP. And I felt like there was a more of a connection with those clients that I worked with, like, you know, as far as like having a conversation and getting along more versus like the other clients that I have in person. So I was like, okay, so I should focus on that because I feel like at least that there's a relatability, you know, with that, with those people, you know. So here's my thing. All right. I think that you are allowing like, so you made a transition and I think that it's clouding the transition and you're like, I'm not sure what I'm doing. Should I go like made in this thing? You know, what should I do? And I'm going to tell you literally do what the fuck Cole told you to do. And you're going to be successful. Like you're overthinking. That's what I'm saying to you. You're overthinking. And like, bro, if you literally, as an example, Vinny, if you post five times a week for the next three weeks to the next four weeks, five times a week, you go live three times a week and you get two or three people that reach out per week and you sign one of them for $1,000 per week, like that's all you need, right? And so commit to the strategy and understand that like the reason that you wanted to change your avatar is because you no longer felt aligned with the previous one. And that doesn't mean that you're starting over. That means that you're making a transition. And that's a good thing, right? I also, I just want to say that like, don't start a new Instagram just to start a new Instagram. And I know you're using your previous one. So what I would do if I were you is I would look at the engagement of both of my Instagram accounts and whichever one had more engagement, I would double down on that, period. Okay. That's it. Okay, yeah. That's I'm it. Literally- I mean, I'm serious. That's literally that yeah, simple. No. I got you. I got you. I'm pretty much already doing that. I've been posting relentlessly. Uh, been, you know, doing the Legion, you know, network expansion, like every single fucking day. Like I'm adding like so many people. Like when it's like, I, How long I, have you I, been doing that for? Dude, it's been probably two weeks. Okay, so now, do that for I've fucking three months. Crazy. Yeah, do that for three months and you're going to be fucking at five to 10K a month. Yeah, dude, like the only thing I haven't done is I have not gone live, but I've been posting, you know, talking on my story. I've been posting hell of social proof, like every fucking day. Yeah. I'm adding like all kinds of people on Facebook, Instagram every freaking day. I'm sending messages. I even got flagged on Facebook and Instagram because I was sending too many messages. Yeah. And I couldn't send message for like 48 hours or something like that. So like, I'm going freaking crazy. And at the same time, I'm running a 14 day challenge as well. Good. And I'm trying to go on LinkedIn as well. So I've been lead on LinkedIn as well. So I'm doing all sorts of stuff, but like, you know, it's just, I want to know, know if there was like something specific I should be doubling down on. But. Execute, fucking execute, go live, execute. Basics. Execute. But like now the only thing with going live is just like, I wasn't really sure like what I should be talking about or should we- Go live. I'm, I'm cutting you off. Pause. Fucking cutting- leave this call. Pick up your phone. Talk about something that executives deal with. You're thinking way too much. You're thinking way too fucking much. Yeah. You're like, fucking, where do I go? What's what's the trick? Go fucking fucking execute. Get the fuck off this call. Pick up your phone right now and be like, yo, what's going on, guys? So today I want to talk about productivity. I'm not even joking. And tag me and Brian. Okay? Now. Right fucking done. Fucking done. All right, bro. Bet. Let's go. (laughs) Time to take action. Uh, Peace. All right, guys. That's it. Amro, I told you I wouldn't be able to get to you because we didn't have your hand raised at the start of the call. So, bro, I'm sorry. Post your question in the group. Guys, I fucking love you. Cole, where do they find you? Cole, this is Silva or the Wake Up the Wolf podcast. Peace. Peace.